take a sweet. Mm, it's almost that time. Take yeah, man, the Swig Podcast, man. Yeah, we gotta tune in. Man, let me grab this beer right quick, man. Yeah, let me get my drink ready. Yeah, yeah. Man, you know, man, they be talking about all types of stuff on the man, the loggers, the man. There's some beers I ain't never even heard of on there. We about to learn about them, though, yeah. too. Yeah. Let's do this. What's up, world? It's your boy, the Bearded Brother, back at it again with another exciting episode of the Swig Podcast. And of course, by my side, I got my co-host. Shani Hadia, the marvelous gift in the crazy gnome building. Yes, yes it is. <laughs> um, we have a fantastic episode coming up. We're actually, for the first time, filming in an actual brewery called Crazy Gnome. The new guys on the block here. Yeah. Um, the youngins yes. in, the, in the city. But they're coming here to stake their, put their place in Nashville and make their name known. Um, they are two brothers. Um, they came and created this thing. But enough about uh, us talking about them. We'll let them introduce themselves. So we'll just go first with... Hey guys, uh, Grayson Miller, one of the owners here at Crazy Gnome. Happy to be on the swig. <laughs> yeah, and... Uh, Ben Miller, Grayson's brother, also happy to be here. <laughs> okay, okay, so we, we are happy to have you all here too, right? Um, y'all are, y'all open a brewery. Yep. East Nashville. Oh, yeah. East, <laughs> East Nasty, as you know, the oh, locals like to call it. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what, like, why the location? Why a mm-hmm. brewery? Give us a little background on what how you got here sure well uh, okay i'll try and answer this in order why east nashville i've been living here for five six years now okay and when i first started looking for locations honestly i didn't think i'd be able to afford the neighborhood but it was definitely the dream to be in east nashville i love this part of town i was fortunate enough to uh i guess seven eight years ago uh get some housing here for an internship that I was on, fell in love with the neighborhood. Okay. It was a little sketchier back then, <laughs> but I liked it all the same. It had character. Yeah. Yeah. I call it that. Yeah. It's well, not sketchy, people. It's, yeah, you know, very character. <laughs> and, uh, well, one way or the other, I found myself uh, getting introduced to the folks that own the Main Street Liquor here, and they had a spot opening up, and it was an old transmission shop. Had, you know, great concrete structures, solid flooring. It had the perfect bones. You were about to say, the base, yeah, <laughs> the base right. for a brewery. Exactly. Okay, so you, you said that you moved here, what, five, six years ago? Yeah, that's right. Where from? Uh, Knoxville. Knoxville. Not too far away. Okay, so Knoxville might be upset that you didn't open uh, open sure. there. That's true. You know, their their beer scene since I've left has exploded a little bit. Yeah, uh, I've heard good things. I have not made it to Knoxville, but I've yeah, heard good things. I think uh, when I left, there was just the one, and now there's, I think, over a dozen. So, yeah, great for them. I, I like the city, but uh, I like... Nashville's energy. Okay, okay. So we are looking at um, two of the starting brews. We That's didn't, right. You know, we didn't want to pour up and have warm beer yeah. by the time we got to them. Right. So <laughs> we're um, trying to pace ourselves. Which two do we have poured up now? Right now, we have gone ahead and poured you guys the Calamity Colch and the Copperdoodle ESB. Okay, okay. So go with the Calamity Colch sure. on the on the first first go here. Bennett, you didn't you didn't oh, pour yourself up one man? You said it. Oh no, <laughs> Okay, so we have tried a number a couple of these right. already because You've we had the here. Yeah, we yes. had the private tasting here. So I already knew that I was um, I'm a fan of really all of your beers. I like to hear that. <laughs> definitely, <laughs> definitely a fan. And so, um, the Calamity Colch, like, typically, I'm not a Colch person. Okay, why not? Uh, it's, it doesn't pack enough punch for that's, me. That, that's fair. But what I'm also realizing is I can't be punching, like, no, heavyweight the whole damn time, exactly. you know? And so, I have to introduce myself to some lower ABVs. 
piece. That's right. right. And um, so this would be a good a good way to go because if I you know in the sun. Yes. This yeah. Is yeah. Just hanging. That's, oh yeah. That's why I love a good coach for that reason. You can just sit back by the pool or at a cookout and drink it and not get too high or too drunk too quickly. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you can pace yourself on that and still kind of get a good, well done craft beer. Yeah. For me, like, yeah, the, the coach kind of, um, you know how people can, like, put back a whole bunch of Bud Lights or Budweiser's mm-hmm. by the pool, and this is the, like, a coach is like a craft beer version of that for me. It's easier to, to, to put back. And, and that's exactly what we're going with this one. So, you know, it's inevitable, right? You open a spot in a crowded foot traffic area, you're going to get a lot of people wandering in just to have a drink and and maybe they're not that familiar with craft beer maybe mostly they drink as bud or any mm-hmm. other macro and that's what they're going to ask about what do they have what do we have that's most similar to that and so that's what we're you know what we're going for with this one is mm-hmm. just your elevated macro right you get you get a taste of what you know craft can be but you don't have to completely leave your comfort zone right right you get to walk that fine yeah. line yeah I like this though. So, uh, Calamity Coach. Mm-hmm. Tell us about the name. I, I feel like y'all about to hear a story. Right oh now. yeah. <laughs> so oh boy. Well, let's let's take it back to March of 2020. Um, no one was worried about COVID yet. It was just something happening in other countries. Yeah. Um, March feels like a dead end. It's sure. so funny. <laughs> it really does. Uh, we had on March 1st, we had just received the last of our regulatory papers that allowed us to manufacture alcohol. You got to jump through a lot of hoops mm-hmm. to get to that point. And that was Friday. Saturday, we cleaned the brew house, make it all spotless because it had been gathering dust as we chopped through some red tape. Sunday, we brew this Kolsch. I figure, you know, start with uh, a basic recipe that I knew well and get things started, you know, nice and simple, like before trying anything too crazy to dial in the equipment and work ourselves to death. We're trying to, you know, document our procedures as we're improving processes. You know, it's a long day is what I'm trying to say for Sunday. Tuesday at 12.30 a.m. So that's just 30 minutes into the day. So we're talking like 36 hours later, the building is destroyed by a tornado. So let me tell you, like, I I think we've kind of talked about this on Mm -hmm. an older uh, episode, but that day I just happened to wake up at like 1.30 in the morning. I'm going to the restroom and you know, and you roll over, you scroll on Facebook, you pick your phone up, and they're like, "Mark yourself safe." Yeah, I'm like, the hell? Facebook knows something I don't know yet. Right. And so I'm sitting there, and like the wind is howling, and I can hear things going outside. I'm like, "Okay, it's a interesting storm, but what's what's going on?" And then I see the tornado had hit, and it just yeah. went right through. Oh yeah, through Nashville, it was sure like it. cut right through the city. Yes, yeah. I, I'll, I'll let Bennett share his side of the story. We had two different experiences with the storm, Same for sure. Um, my side of the story is, it's three a.m. and I am woken up by someone entering my house. That's a scary thing to happen. Yeah. It was my girlfriend, though, so it's okay. Yeah. But I <laughs> had... Are you a gun toter? Like, <laughs> she almost got I don't want to, you know, it's a topic for another podcast, but, uh, but let's just say I'm not used to being woken up in the middle of the night by people entering my house, uh, but I had not been answering my phone, and I also live in East, so... No. Um, oh, her, she's so going through it. She thought I might have been dead, so... <laughs> yeah. Uh, she had actually already spoken uh, to my brother, and she lives pretty close to some of the sirens was woken up. Um, and she comes into my uh, bedroom and tells me two things. She says, okay, number one, Bennett is okay. And number two, 
the brewery was just hit by a tornado. Mm. At least she started with the important piece first. That's right. That's right. Uh, and I guess before we get into kind of the app, what went on from there, Bennett, what was that evening like for you? It was, uh, well, it started with, I was, I was awake. I was up late working on, uh, I was making plans for a deck for out front of the brewery. So I was, I was trying to develop plans, figure out what we needed for that. And, um, so yeah, I started the loudest noise that I'd ever heard outside of my apartment. <laughs> so, uh, it, it, you know, I sheltered, took my dog down to our basement and, uh, but I, I live like a two minute walk from here. So, so um, okay. So as soon as the noise died down, my neighbors and I kind of like went outside, checked out our apartments. Um, and you know, the row of them right next to me, they got destroyed. The roofs got taken off. Yeah. Like, mine was fine. So then I started worrying about the brewery. So I started making my way in a, you know, a slight panic jog over here. And, uh, the outside, um, didn't look as bad as I was worrying. Mm-hmm. Um, the outside, all of the trees had fallen down and the window was broken, but overall, I mean, the building was mostly still there. There was a bunch of debris everywhere. Um, but then I, I moved some stuff around, some trees out of the way, got inside, realized that all of the interior walls were broken. And so that's when I called Grayson um, a couple different ways. What's up, I'm a heavy sleeper. I'm not answering any of this. <laughs> I wake up to home invaders and that's it. <laughs> but yeah, it was wild. Uh, and uh, that was, yeah, basically I, I hung around here trying to salvage as much as we could. Yeah. Um, because at that point, um, you know, rainwater was starting to become the biggest yeah. pressing problem because all of our electronics are, are right. POS. Are, I mean, the brew house was clearly unsalvageable. Right. Um, so and yeah, you can't lift equipment. Like, right. you know, right. Right. Make strong guy. Yeah, you're right. but. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I actually, crazy enough, I slept through that storm. I got it. <laughs> the only way I found out, I was like, I woke up like kind of middle of the night and like, I knew it was raining. I was like, oh damn, that's crazy. It's raining. Rolled over. Went yeah. to sleep. Didn't yeah. Anybody. yeah. I woke up at like five in the morning to go to the gym and I noticed my light, my lamp wasn't coming on, so I tried the lamp I never turn on. I'm like, mate, because I thought the light bulb was out. Sure. I tried this other lamp, I was like, this one doesn't come on either? What is going on? <laughs> I looked at my stereo, no activity on it at yeah. all. I checked my phone, my friend's like, bro, what the fuck? There's this <laughs> tornado in, like, in Nashville, like, right now. <laughs> Text me right now. Yeah. Hey, you're okay. That was like three in the morning. Oh, yeah. He texted me, I was like, my friend, not even in the city, he's yeah an hour outside of Atlanta texting me about a storm in the city I'm in. I'm like, ah, I really gotta become a lighter sleeper. No, I don't right. know. If you listen, if you're gonna take me out, let me sleep through it. <laughs> if there's something that's gonna happen, it's right. like, let me just <laughs> let me just sleep through it. Now I am done with my coach. I can't believe that Kramer was not. Um no. I'm right there now, so okay. I'm just too much crispy. It's smooth. So we so. are moving on to the Copper Doodle. That's right. ESB. Yeah. So for those that don't know, ESB is an extra special bitter. Okay. Now or tell an us. English strong bitter. Depends. Both are fine. Okay. So. Okay, I smell. Is it malt? Oh yes. Yeah. So when we're drinking this one, we should be thinking about sitting back in a British pub, right? Because that's that's where the bitter styles came out of. Okay. They're just British pub ales. Um, they you had uh, a kind of a series uh, of a bitter, a strong bitter, and an extra special bitter, and you know this is the latter. Each one they got a little a little stronger, a little more bitter, mm-hmm. a little darker. Um, all of them are very mild, though. Yeah, um, I was gonna say. So it's a bit of a misnomer, you know. You, you're, you're drinking a strong bitter, and you're like, "Well, well it's like smooth. The hops? Yeah, yeah, it's mm-hmm. smooth, but with a kick. 
and that's, that's right. that, that that bitter kick that is coming through. But overall, yeah. it's really it's easy on the palate. Yep, yeah, like it, that it should be nice little like bit of butteriness to it. That oh yeah, has. makes it way more drinkable than it already could have been. Yep, about that. Yep, it's uh, and that's drinkability should be a word that you use to describe a good ESP. Okay, um, it's. You know, some people might say boring. I find it to be comforting. Uh, <laughs> What's the ABV? What's the ABV on this one? Um, this this one's real close to five percent. Might okay. just be a hair under. Okay. Uh, the style allows for four to seven. Okay. Um, so they can be a little stronger, but plenty of them are in the fours. I think Fuller Fuller's ESB is one of your uh, style definition. Uh, Beers for this one, and it's in the fours. I is there one that, like a, it's someone a that's out now in Green Man or something? I don't know. Maybe. I don't... Yeah, I think I think they do have one, but I also never really see that style it's... made by American breweries. Really, yeah, that's true. It's not very popular, but I like it. No, it's, <laughs> it's a good. It's a good style for sure. Um, but you know, I wish more breweries here did do ESB because sometimes like I want something a little bitter but I don't want anything too high you know, ABV yeah, exactly. something I just want drinkable just be able to relax maybe after like a yeah after, after a soccer game yes sure. <laughs> 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 I'm drop. sorry and so after football yes. you know you gotta... <laughs> after a good game football no okay yeah so I like this um and again, I'm I'm typically not of the the multi variety, you know, going oh, for yeah. those beers, but I can see myself sitting, and it really does give you that pub feel. Yeah. Like there's a like there's a sofa in the corner, little <laughs> sofa corner in their brewery, and I can see myself sitting over there with one of these just. Having a conversation, yeah, Probably, like real, maybe even with a British accent. I don't know. Cheerio. We would encourage. We would Cheerio. Just saying it all the time, bro. Oh man, go ahead. go and cock me with it. <laughs> this is good, isn't it? <laughs> so you, uh, so Bennett gave his. He got to the brewery. That's right. Okay, and saw what you know existed at that time. What was the, what we'll, was the... We'll switch over, I guess we'll switch over perspectives back to my timeline. Yeah, And okay. then we'll, we'll switch back for it. This seems be like a, a really good TV show. Like that narrative. whole, like, yeah. yeah. Very Marvel <laughs> Universe. Yeah. Timeline. That's going right. at the same time, but completely different events. Uh, we had very different days overall. Uh, they started to get very similar because when uh, starting the next day. But my first thought was... Uh, oh shit! I hope I mail that insurance check. <laughs> <laughs> that's the first thing you look for, like that information is, number, anything. Honestly, <laughs> that's the first thing I did, and so uh, you know, I, I that's that's even my if you knew concern. you did it, you would have been like, did it get there? Yeah. Am I like, did I do it? Well, that's, that's, that's so important. I, well, it, it's crazy because a couple of days ago I had received the bill in the mail and it wasn't due for another like 20 days. And so, mm-hmm. and, and I went and obsessively paid it that early, that, that minute. Right. So yeah. <laughs> at, at 1 a.m. I think I early paid my insurance payments. I'm like, you guys aren't getting out of this. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> either you guys aren't, if you do get out of this, I don't get to have a brewery anymore. So mm-hmm. <laughs> that would, yeah, that would have been hell. Like, that, it was, oh, man. <laughs> that was concern number one. Concern number two, my phone is already starting to blow up. Like you were just saying, um, that you were getting texts from people out of state. I was getting texts from people that I hadn't heard from in ages. It was odd to get these text messages. I guess it made me feel comforted that people, you know, that I had lost touch with still sort of... They care. Yeah, they still sort of care, right? (laughs) Just So I just came up with a copy-paste text that I sent everyone who sent me. Is the only way I could keep up. Yeah, well, yeah. People like, are you okay? I'm like... Yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. I just mark myself safe. On yeah, so, exactly. That's a great feature. Yeah. Great feature. Thank you, Facebook. That's one feature I actually enjoy. Like, <laughs> yeah. <many> times. 
at this point, it's about 3 a.m. I collect myself and, and I realize the next thing to do is, well, I call my contractor. See, here's the thing. We had two building permits going on. It's a long story. We had gotten our use and occupancy for one, but not for another. That ended up being very important because we still had an active building permit. So everyone else is scrambling to get building permits to do their renovations. I didn't have to do that. I already had an active building permit. So oh, that, that's that's nice. right, that's there. right there. Let prop is is why we are open right now, and everyone else around us is still doing construction. I was wondering that because I expected a little quicker bounce back for some places over here. It's but. it's hard. The permitting process is very difficult, and the the pipes were clogged because yeah. everyone and you know then COVID hit and that just slowed things down even more mm -hmm. but we were ahead of that um, I called my contractor at 3am he's already awake for some crazy reason I'm not saying he stayed up late I'm saying he's the type of guy who gets up at 3am <laughs> um, I don't understand early bird catches the water man <laughs> that's right and he says I'm already awake I'm already watching the news and I'm like well we gotta go to work and it's like alright and he ordered us some dumpsters and got some of the only dumpsters available during that time because that was another quick shortage there yeah. for a couple of weeks since we Boy, were and he was putting that order at 3 a.m. a couple hours afterwards because he knew how to do that I don't know how to order yeah you would have yeah. yeah I would have been sitting there like uh <laughs> exactly. the yellow pages yeah. dumpster yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <sorry. laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> and that's how it was it was just hit the ground running i you know without getting too many details i hit this is this building is the second lease that i've signed to try and put my brewery somewhere the first lease the landlord broke contract decided that it wasn't worth it to put in all the effort to bring in a brewery onto his property it was a big waste of my time and uh, I'm not happy about it, but it happened. It's a learning experience. Chop it up to that. And I was a little worried about that. Um, that was my biggest concern. My landlord had every right to just... A lot of people sold, are, are, were evaluating, do I rebuild or do I sell? Mm -hmm. You know, that was a big decision. And luckily, my With landlord, everything turning over, that definitely was a question. Yeah. A good question yeah. Yeah. And luckily, my landlord immediately made the decision to rebuild. And, and that was, it. I would say, you know, of course, being woken up, being told that my brother's okay. Uh, that was, all right, fine. Insurance paid. Yeah. Contractor at least contacted, and he starts taking care of, some, like, organizing some things. That was the only question that I was left with that evening that I wouldn't get to find out until the next day was if the landlord pours... It says he's going to sell the property, then I might as well look for a new location, mm -hmm. right? Because yeah. they're there probably will... going to do something completely different with the space. Right. There'll be a skyscraper or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Something that makes more money than, than what my place is doing. Um, so your landlord must be a craft beer fan. That's yeah, why. well, he owns a liquor store, so I think he's just, uh, you, you know, I think it's a very <laughs> synergistic of the, uh, relationship. We have um, emptied the... Oh, that's right. Room. We need to fill you guys back up and move on to the next two. Yes. I love to know the story behind Copperfield. Like, that's just not something you bring <laughs> up. <laughs> just out of the blue. You're like, you well, know what? That looks like a Copperfield. Name it. All right. All right. So, I'm thinking, you know, this, this took a little bit of brainstorming. Um, immediately looking at the beer it's a it's copper in color right mm -hmm. so I, I do think names of beers should be if they're not totally off the wall which i very much support i think off the wall is fine yeah. <laughs> um it should be semi-descriptive of what you're about to enjoy so copper you know it describing the color of the beer sets your expectations a little bit and then doodle is like an old timey uh british slang for um kind of a goofball kind of like uh i don't know it's, it's sort of an insult is it like what is it yankee doodle dandy yeah, exactly. right like yeah, yeah. He was a little, yeah i think it's someone kind of slow yeah. yeah yeah so i mean yeah yankee doodle dandy was not very kind to us but hey you know uh i think it's kind of funny like it's just kind of a funny word <laughs> hey i'm here um, for it. 
So we went with some old school UK slang. <laughs> and it, it, copper, copper doodle, copper like doodle. copper doodle do, like it's, exactly. you know, and yeah. copper, copper doodle do. Yeah, copper doodle do. I don't know if you meant to do that, but I just kind of. You know, <laughs> and then there's there's together. a dog that like there's a lot of doodles out there that are dogs, and you know mm-hmm. I like dogs, so yeah, it all kind of circle around. Once we Ooh. hit it, it, it made sense to me. <laughs> that, and that's all that really matters. Like, it, it fits. It fits. It, the, the copper part fits. And then you have a reason for doodle. And, like, that's all that really matters. Like, it, yeah. all these other names that people <laughs> name their beers, it, it's like, what? It, it will fall into a what anyway. <laughs> so, so, up next, we have the... Uh, and this one makes more sense to see it written out, but the uh, je ne sais quoi and the Dunkelgeist. Oh yeah, I remember yeah. that je ne sais quoi. Oh yeah, it's yeah. a good one. I'm excited about the Dunkel. Dunkel oh, me too. That's one of my favorite styles. I've got stories for both of those names. <laughs> so go ahead and take us through them. Let's go. We're, we're going to okay. start with the je ne sais quoi. Sure. So my girlfriend's name is Jenna. Which means, by law of relationships, she gets a beer named after her. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yep. And uh, yeah, I, I think I was, we were just kind of goofing around with some friends, and I don't know if it was, someone said something adjacent to, to Je ne sais quoi, and then it just pops in my head. I'm like, that's amazing. And if you spelled it, it's spelled Jenna, J-E-N-N-A space S-A-Y space K-W-A. It makes no sense. And people see it and they're like, what are you talking about? And they say it out loud in the moment of clarification in their head. It's golden. I could watch it all day, every day. Yeah, that we definitely had that moment. <laughs> I, I kind of, I walked up on it. I think as, as people were saying it, and I was like, "The what?" Yeah. And they said, "The Genesee Quad." And I was like, I looked up. I was like, "Oh, oh it's that." Oh. It's the name of beer. It's not a phrase that like, a lot of people use, but yeah. I don't think a lot of people know the meaning of. Yeah, but cool. <laughs> yeah, I think it just means like, well, I. I'm sure it's there's a, it's also it's like, like oh, in yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I can't quite describe it. Uh, it's a certain genre. Uh, <laughs> it's a, it's, everybody knows the feeling of genre, but, but yeah, you know, like, what's I, the I, definition? Say, what does it mean? Like, <laughs> like, like, I don't just know. Like, like, that's just the action. That's what the definition is. You see that you see someone like this. Yeah, like, oh, it makes sense. It's like it. What does that even mean? Oh man, I've been trying to figure that out. I did tasting strips, and they were like, "Let me tell me what you you know if you get sweet, sour, umami." And I'm like, I don't know what the hell umami tastes like. <laughs> Wait a minute. So umami is like a savory uh, taste, and then when they say it, it's um, they'll say like soy sauce or yeah, that's you know salt, like though. fish, I, right? I'm like, that's not salty, like that's. <laughs> Couldn't go with salty. Like Ooh. I think, yeah. I mean, like I'm sure that somebody's gonna listen to this and be like, "No, I can really tell you what exactly it means." Well, please but, um, message us or educate us. So, Genesequa is a Belgian saison. That's right. And um, I like the finish on this. I give oh, yeah. you. It's very floral. Yes. On the nose, like, I like that. There, nope. Yeah. So I love the German purity law, German beer purity law, Reinheitsgebot. That's saying that there should only be four ingredients in your beer. Malted grain, hops, water, and yeast. Okay. Um, now, I'm not going to sit here and say that all of our beers are going to follow that. In fact, there are beers on the list that we're going to try today that do not. <laughs> um, and, and what's interesting is in Germany, if you don't have those four things, if you have more than those four things in your beer, you can't, can't call, call it beer. beer. Yeah, it's not beer anymore. Yeah. So yeah, you, you but you can achieve all these interesting flavors by picking you know your yeasts uh, selectively. So that for this one right here, 
all those spices, that coriander, that pepper mm-hmm. um, on the back end is all from the, the yeast. Yeah, so it's a Saison yeast. It's very interesting. And it is a Belgian-style yeast, but um, it is very, it's very specific to this flavor profile. Okay. Yeah, I, I like the, um, the, the peppery finish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like it. And, I do generally like certain saisons, but I'm pretty particular about like who makes it and what is going into a saison. Because oh, yeah. sometimes people say saison, you're like, this isn't. This is just like I mean, a, this. Definitely is Belgian saison for yes. me. Like I'm getting the definite saison, saison yeah. flavors and but the uh, like that mouth feel, that that thickness of that, that Belgian. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, oh, that's because I think people say saison because it's just like. It's a fun word to say. Well, true. <laughs> and it's tricky because it's also the name of the yeast. So yeah. you could really do anything you want and add Saison yeast and call it a Saison. Mm, okay. Kind of. Oh, yeah, right. right. <laughs> if we're going cool. by, like, who, like, uh, I think it's DuPont that uh, is the original, hundreds of years old, you know, still making beer brewery out of Belgium that okay. you know defines the style I mean crack open a bottle of theirs and a bottle of mine and theirs will win I mean it's amazing <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. uh, <laughs> I, I have to try I have to try theirs I've seen it but I haven't I haven't picked it up yeah it's it's out of this world it's so good um, okay. but and you know that that's that's definitely what we're going for with this particular one that said now that I made that one, I still you can reuse yeast a whole bunch of times. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I'm gonna take it weird, you know. I'm gonna have a couple of interesting uh, beers coming up. I'm I'm trying my hand at a uh, dark imperial saison that is just interesting. It's the only <laughs> word right now that I can use to describe it. Um, that's coming up, and we might that actually when you drop your voice, your oh, octave on yeah. that. It's it definitely my ears perked up, like you know, and nothing else. It, fin- it. Hell <laughs> yeah, <cool>. <laughs> <laughs> it finished at eight point one. We're gonna keg a couple of kegs at that uh, level, leave it be. But we're also gonna put uh, the rest of it into a wild turkey bourbon barrel. Ooh, and I'm gonna see uh, how it does uh, being aged in the barrel. I think it'll be great. Yes, I'm, I'm all for barrel age. Oh yeah, so, oh yeah. Barrel age, anything I'm paying attention to. <laughs> so, oh yeah, so, I'm, I'm ready for barrel age season. Me too. <laughs> um, so yeah, that'll be that'll probably be December when we release the barrel age version of it. But a couple of weeks, we'll we'll be rolling out the vanilla version, I suppose you could call it. But it's still gonna be pretty complex on its own. No, so it, it's gonna be good to like try the. Like, the base version right and then see when the barrel age come oh, yeah. out and, and see where it where, where it goes exactly yeah. yeah definitely so we have like we have y'all going through all of the tornado stuff yeah and then covid like not only drops the hammer and yeah yeah not only have, are you dealing with the tornado because that was that was hell in itself Sure. Um, we were going through a serious. I mean, we're still going through that whirlwind. But in the beginning of this, with the tornado and then COVID hitting, just with like two weeks later, um, where everything was shutting down. <laughs> yeah. I know. I was in a bit of a whirlwind. You know, I, I I can't imagine what y'all were going through with that. That you know that was the funny thing where you know we received all these offerings of support from so many organizations at first right like within days of the tornado and then everyone got quiet like a couple of weeks later when everyone really kind of grasped the seriousness of the COVID situation Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden it's like well I can't focus on anyone else I got to focus on myself every business is struggling I honestly it's odd to be at a point where you're thanking a tornado but it's you know the tornado kind of did us a favor in letting us skip most of COVID I mean we like I I mean like 
every day I just wake up, go see my brother right here, and and we get to work rebuilding something in the brewery, and that's mm-hmm. all we had to do that day. I didn't have to worry about sanitizing anything. I was definitely in a very small bubble. Right, <laughs> right, right. right. <laughs> I, was, I was just thinking that. I was like, how did all this kind of bit that you guys yeah. not really being open yet? Yeah, exactly. Like, like, I, like, we literally couldn't be open. Um, you know, I mean, the, the insurance being able to help us uh, pay for the reconstruction, um, we were able to really put everything into that. Our landlord was pretty considerate. Uh, I mean, pretty considerate slash realistic. I mean, we didn't have power for like a month and a half after the tornado. Mm. It takes a long time to, re- to restore uh, commercial lines. Um, yeah, that's the industry I work in, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like, I didn't know that. Pretty, mm-hmm. pretty unreasonable for them to expect rent. <laughs> when, you know, like, hey, you can't even give me electricity. Like, <laughs> Exactly, right. <laughs> so, the right, least y'all can do is cut <laughs> something on the rent. <laughs> yeah, and they had insurance too, of course. Um, so, you know, it, it was kind of our way of really getting through the worst of it. I do feel like we're on the tail end. I think we've come up with some ways to responsibly open, finally, uh, with really limited capacities mm-hmm. in a way to where, like, if we just if we just double down and, you know, sanitize everything, do everything possible on our end to keep the place safe, keep everybody spaced out, um, are we operating at anywhere close to peak capacity? No. no but, right. but we're still able to, you know, pay all our bills and, and right. keep open. Um, now that now that we have opened, the, I think the the good thing about it is you would be able to kind of build your core base, your community. Because mm-hmm. those people that are going to come now are the people that's going to con- typically continue to come. That's true. And yeah. you know, um, so what are y'all doing to build that community? What a what a without giving away your secrets? Because uh-huh. well, wait before we answer that. Question, oh sure. Let's talk about let's, let's talk about this next one. Dunkle Geist. Ooh, I'm a fan of this one. I am too. And I'll explain why in a second. I love this one as well. I'm a, I'm a big Dunkle fan. Yeah. Mostly, like, Dunkles are on the sweeter side. That's true. Now, what I like about yours, it has, like, this multi, like, roastiness to it. Yeah. And it's, like, a different, no pun intended, but as a Genesis Quad. Like how I tie those two together. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I, I like how you guys roast it. It still keeps like that same character of the uncle, which is still light and refreshing. Yeah. But it has that that smokiness to it. So that I I'm going to attribute it, and I, and I don't mind giving away my my secret on this one because I'm pretty <laughs> sure it's been done before. Um, this is sort of uh, not a true Dunkelweizen because it's not using Weizen yeast. It's not mm. using Hefeweizen yeast. Um, you that would explain it okay. exactly. Yeah. So the, the grain <laughs> that's why I like it, guys. <laughs> <laughs> the the grain build is exactly the same. So it does contain almost fifty percent wheat malt. So it in Weizen is just German for wheat. Um, so it does have wheat in it, but the yeast of a Hefeweizen, which is the same yeast that you would use for a Dunkelweizen, Hefe meaning light, Dunkel meaning dark, um, it's the same yeast in it, and it does have a whole lot of really interesting fruity esters, uh, attributed to it, specifically banana and clove, Mm -hmm. which definitely, uh, when used in a Dunkel, still kind of adds to the, the roast, the caramel, then you also have banana and clove accompanying those. Personally, I would rather those be absent. So I used a different German yeast, I used Kolsch yeast, and that ferments a little cleaner, Yeah, and it doesn't have those additional yeasty fruit notes to them, and that's absent in this beer. You really just broke down why I don't care for dunkles typically. 
because of the banana and clove. And I didn't know they were cl- so closely aligned to yeah. the Hefeweizen. Like, I didn't. It's like I'm learning something on my own podcast. That's why we have people who on here that with knowledge. Um, so I, I did not know that. And but I'm not a big fan of the Hefeweizen. I love bananas, but I don't. But not like that banana flavor. Or yeah. maybe it's the clove. And oh boy, <laughs> that's and it could be because one time when I was growing up, Uh-oh. my I didn't grow up eating ham, pork, and all of this. Right, so. Okay. They had my um, my uncle. He makes a ham and he has the clothes on it and everything. <laughs> I went. I picked up the clothes oh, off the yeah, ham and ate it, oh. and it ruined my life of for course. like a couple, like a couple, like an hour or something. I was like, oh my god, I just can't get this. And I spit it out immediately. And I think I've had PTSD since then. I've had PTSD since then and have not been able to uh, really enjoy Hefeweizen. I don't know if that's the case, but it's just... And so to, you know, to learn that the Hefeweizen is, you know, pretty much the cousin of the Dunkel. That, uh, or maybe like... uh, I got a light skin friend look like Michael Jackson. Got a dark skin right. friend look like Michael Jackson. One of those type of things. Right, it's basically the same thing. But yeah, there's there's an idea for a beer: a Hefeweizen and a Dunkle with the same with the same, <laughs> with the same profile, okay. and then and the light skin friend, dark skin friend, you know, that look like Michael Jackson. But <laughs> um. But yeah, that, so that just, that makes it, it makes sense to me. Uh, it, it kind of brought it all together. So I, I was asking though, like, um, about your community. So what are you, yeah. like, how are y'all looking to build and especially in this crazy... Sure. <laughs> um, small ways. Um, I mean, leading up to our opening, we were trying to connect with as many, you know, Nashville-based beer drinking groups as we could, mm-hmm. including y'all's. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, I, we recently teamed up with, for example, with, I, I think, uh, you know, just to include them, Zach Lope and East Nashville Beer Works did as well. The uh, Nashville Cat Rescue had a, and I, I think it's actually still going on, look it up, people. <laughs> if this releases Thursday, I think it'll... Friday's the last day. Okay. Um, Nashville Cat Rescue is doing an online auction. We donated a little tasting thing to that so nice. that you can okay. go and bid on that. Um, support some cats. Uh, they are doing their best to help control the feral cat population and get kittens all adopted up and such. It's, uh, you can do a commercial for them. They're doing this. <laughs> I'm like, really? No, yeah. I mean, I believe in it. I think, I think it's a good... Very, I think it's a very necessary cause for like a lot of reasons. Um, won't go into it too now, but uh, they also have some really cool stuff for sale. So, okay. um, I don't know. Think we're just looking for opportunities like that. I'll be honest. COVID has stunted that quite Absolutely. a bit, and so is the tornado. Um, just a shout out uh, East Nashville company that I admired, uh, High Garden Tea. Mm-hmm. Um, they do a lot of cool stuff with urban foraging, which I think is really cool. Um, we want to get... For, yeah, urban, urban foraging. So there is this awesome brewery in Maine. I don't know if they're still open or not, but they have enlisted the uh, local community to learn about what sort of weeds are growing in their yards and what herbs those really are. A lot of these quote unquote weeds are are actually local botanicals that have unique flavor profiles that could be used in making teas or beer. Yeah. Um, And that's Ultimately, that, that's a like that's a side passion project that I will launch sooner rather than later. Maybe I don't know. It depends on COVID. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Right. Where, where you know, trying to get people in on the process, you know, learning more about their local community, and then you know, being able to bring that to a business and seeing that being turned into a product that they can enjoy. No, that that is going to create a really cool community. Yeah, I mean, in itself, because. Um, that is such a unique way to make beer and yeah. 
and even just to learn about your community, um, there, yeah, that's gonna that's gonna be cool. It'll it'll be really interesting. I'd love to collaborate with that brewery because Maine is so different from Tennessee from a local flora perspective. Yes. So everything that they're doing, we would be doing differently because our plants are different. Right, and I wonder. I, I don't know if it's out of Maine. I watched a little documentary on. Um, on YouTube about a brewery that pretty much they forage their own stuff. And yeah. I know it was in the Northeast, but it might have been uh, New York. And, and I keep talking about this. They're going to have to start paying me soon. Yeah. But Scratch Brewing, okay, they're out of Illinois, about three hours away. And they for, forage their own, all of their ingredients that's, on their own, yeah, yeah, their cool. own brewery, uh, their land. And the beer is good. Like, that's why I keep talking about them, because I'm like... And it gave you kind of like a taste of like what the area is like. Yeah, like, exactly. And someone just creating like the Music City Log. I'm like, does that really does that, yeah. do anything for our city of Nashville? Yeah. Rather than versus, like versus, scratch versus, running, you're like, yeah. oh, this is from whatever city right here. Yes. Scratch. It describes scratch their in city there. Yeah. Scratch okay. Illinois. Yeah, scratch Illinois. <laughs> That's not right, but we're going there. We're going with that for now. <laughs> and, and, and maybe this is born out of me hating mowing my yard and hating weeding my yard. My yard is mostly weeds at this point. And <laughs> but but I, I've read that you know a lot of these you know things invading my yard are just just local plants and you know. You want that pretty yard. Yeah, if you want that pretty yard, that pretty picket, white picket fence and all that sort of stuff, then, you know, you're going to have to play chemical warfare and and get rid of all this stuff. But, you know, I don't know. It's here for a reason. It grows really well. And you you try it out. You use the seeds right or you use the leaves right. And you might end up with some pretty interesting stuff. I'm excited about that. That's you make sure you let us know when, oh, that, yeah. when that takes off. Oh yeah, I went light, but I realized that that was our probably our finisher. That so was definitely our finisher. That's okay. We'll we'll go. <laughs> so, yeah, I just took a sip. I was like, oh hey, okay, I know. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I think next up we're going for Celtic Grounds. Celtic Grounds. Yeah, it's a coffee stout. Is it Irish? It's an Irish stout, okay. but with uh, locally sourced coffee. Mm. And coffee smells delicious. Oh yeah. yeah. Speaking of coffee, listen, this I'm not a <laughs> I'm not a big coffee drinker. I enjoy coffee, I respect coffee, but I don't need it like every day and I'd rather not introduce that to my life. But working from home, I realized that I miss that random cup that I have at the office, you know, uh-huh. like once mm-hmm. a week or when the urge hits to just go over there to the Keurig and coffee. make something. I got, I got work. So yeah, like, so I'm at home, like I'm struggling, like, okay, I'm going to have to figure something out. I'm having coffee withdrawal and I don't even drink coffee. Yeah, that like, I you know what I'm gonna have to start doing? <laughs> Just drinking the damn coffee beer. That's probably what I'll be doing. Yeah, I have yeah. yeah. so so got all your cravings. You get your beer craving handled and you and your coffee uh, craving handled all at the Ooh. same time. Usually in one sip. There you go. It, you know. it tastes like I'm drinking a cold brew. Uh, yes. it, it, yeah, it does. But yeah. uh, you brew. drink a whole pint. Uh, you stop. This ain't a cold brew. <laughs> It, yeah, it's uh, the yeah the coffee comes through real strong. Uh, we teamed up with Split Bean Coffee. Okay, they are out in Lebanon. Uh, veteran owned, really cool dude. Um, he came in, told me more about coffee than I knew, and I drink it every single day. Mm-hmm. But man, this guy knows coffee, and he chose. I told him a little bit about the beer. That we wanted to turn into a coffee stout, and he chose his reloaded uh, coffee, which is a little bit on the darker roast. He calls yeah. it a medium dark, and I have had it before, at just a regular cup of Joe, and I can definitely taste it coming through here. It's gonna be okay. really awesome. We're trying our best because it, it, it is hard to make it all the way out there, yeah. Um, being in in Nashville. 
to go visit his shop. So we're trying to get some of his stuff here to sell. So have the beer, buy the beans. Beans, yeah. You know, make the oh, like yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's like a, a little stand in the corner with just, yeah. you know, some, even some local stuff that you end up partnering exactly. with. Exactly. That's pretty cool yeah. to help, you know, lift other people up. And, 100%. And, he, I mean, you were just talking about community. And, I mean, I think that's just another way that you can embrace your community. I, I learned a whole lot more about, you know, something that maybe I didn't know a whole lot about and that I really enjoy, but I just didn't know a whole lot about. Um, by doing some work with them. So you wanted to do a coffee, like how did that that collaboration happen? Yeah, um, so I met him at the Wilson County Fair like three years ago. Okay. <laughs> um, he was doing coffee. I was trying to uh, start a brewery. <laughs> it's been a very long process. And we got to talking um, and, you know, we, we made a bit of a acquaintanceship, I'd say, and you know talked about how great it would be for him to get his beans in a Nashville brewery's brew. And I found myself, you know, opening, making this uh, stout that I just need a little extra oomph, you know? It was a little bit thin, had really great bones, but uh, I wasn't really quite happy with how it finished. I didn't think it finished strong enough. I thought, you know, who I should call? I should call Chris over at uh, okay. Coffee. Yeah, I called him up. He's like, absolutely, let's do it. He was here the next day. <laughs> he was ready. That's how like me. I'm like, you say beer? You know, I get to no, what? I'm here. <laughs> I did. I don't care what it is. <laughs> yeah, we brought 18 pounds of coffee. We dumped into our beer. Man, it was a lot. Yeah, but did the brewery oh, yeah. smell of coffee? Yes. Like it was, yes, it did. I wouldn't uh, be mad at that. Oh, oh yeah. Can't be. I wouldn't be mad at that at all. Yeah. So, would, he, would you have gotten to that collaboration without COVID and the tornado hitting? And, or was that always something you had envisioned? I think it was always something that I had envisioned, yeah. I'd it's say, more of, would he have gotten to that collaboration had he not missed the mark on his intended That's a better question, and that escalated it, I'll be honest. Yeah. yeah I, I'm okay admitting that. I always wanted to work with him. Um, I didn't think it would be so soon. I've been wanting to keep things a little tame before walking a little bit on the wild side of things uh, before... But you know, man, in the in the market nowadays, though, like you can you can step out there and that's true. That's true. So the wild songs will be like, <laughs> yeah. And I think I mean I think that's just my own preference. I I love a good traditional brew, um, and so I don't know. There there is so much more that you can do with beer. By breaking right high school up. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> and this one is it's a great one example of, of what you can do if you do. I'm okay like, with breaking the rules. Oh, it's okay. Every so often. I like bending the rules. Yeah, that's right. That's right. But breaking is cool too. So yeah. Like, you need to. But I noticed you talk about like traditional and just looking at your lineup, you got cultures, you got ESBs, you got Irish Stouts. Um, I noticed you kind of like that traditional, I I'll quote it as old world beers <laughs> yeah. versus new world. Like, That's true. And you guys is just kind of putting your imprint on Nashville. Is that just because your preference or you're like, a lot of these breweries don't do these older versions of beer. Why not I do it? And yeah. And try to differentiate myself. Finding your niche in the market. I mean, I... It's definitely both. I definitely personally gravitate towards those uh, styles. And the reason why I'm not trying to push myself outside of that is because I definitely think Nashville has room for that. Okay. I think we do have a lot of people pushing 
severe to totally new and novel areas. And I think that's great. And yeah, I spent a lot of money on this beer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to pretend like I'm not you also not a alone. consumer. I've uh, <laughs> been too much. Yeah. Uh, I have to talk to you every week. Like, hard, hard, every time. We, you can't just fill our whole bottom shelf up. I've been on the budget conversation. Like, what? No. Wait. Yeah, we you have no room. room. Like, I will make room. You get my way. They're going here. So, where? I don't know. Hey, you know, you should have that far yet, all right? We've already bought the beer. We're here. Yeah, so, we got to exactly. deal with it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you just get a second fridge. <laughs> I could kill you. Right That's against the law, so I just want to stare. <laughs> oh boy! So we have one last That's beer right. on our. This will this list. will wreck our palate for sure. This is our sour saison. This is don't be a sucker. Because I don't know how I feel about being the last person pitching my beers tonight. Because Usually not a thing for me. I'm in, <laughs> I'm in the upper percentile of being finishing my beers within ten minutes. <laughs> so we're talking about the the you know finding your niche in the market or whatever. Is there something that you want to be known for? Because I feel like everybody is every brewery has at least like that one beer or something that yeah. they're known for. Which beer? Like what style would it be but also like what beer do you want to be known yeah your flagship i have always and kind of in the name a little bit you know crazy known something like half the menu being crazy you know off the wall is starting with this sour uh and and pushing the ground uh, the the i don't know pushing the line on things that could be like Gruet styles with the urban foraging uh, mm-hmm. project, uh, really unusual stuff. Um, that said, you know, like I think of a gnome, I think of like an old woodland creature. You know, probably pretty traditional in in, in beer tastes. Uh, yeah, the other split side of that, really just nailing those old style okay. uh, beers as well. So there's kind of a dichotomy there. Okay. I like the combination. I yeah. like that. I like I where you're going that, with it. Sure. So this, the don't be a sucker, is at five point three percent. Real, real easy to drink, as most sours yes. are. Yeah. Um, sour saison. It is a sour saison. And you know what I the said earlier. Gives it a little kick, like gives it that peppery kick on the back. It's, it does. It's a good balance yeah. for sure. It's not super sweet to me, and that's no. what I appreciate with the really all of your beers. <laughs> I'm not a sweet drinker. I've never been with like my liquor drinks. I'm like the most on the on the chaser I do is really like cranberry juice. But oh yeah, I'm a ginger ale type of dude. I'm a, I prefer ginger ale, but yeah. yeah but I if I'm gonna do like a, a fruit juice, it's typically yeah. I don't um, like sour the dry. Um, beers too much. This one, like, it's sour, but it's not like overbearing. Where I got yeah. my lips and be like, yeah. oh, I gotta. I eat. very carefully. Definitely. I mean, it is just a kettle sour. Kettle sours don't typically get to that, yeah, break your teeth level of sour, which I kind of enjoy. Uh, I, I don't mind a really I'll let, strong I'll sour. Let you, let you that <laughs> I don't want to like put my lips in each sip. Yeah. But it, it should tighten your mouth a little bit on that first sip, you know? You should be like, ooh, okay, that's something a little different. Um, it is really refreshing. It is a little on the drier side. I think we've sort of opened ourselves up to a bit of a series, though, uh, with don't be a sucker. Like, don't be a cherry sucker. Don't be a lemon yeah, sucker. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's right. Thank you. <laughs> I like it. I like where you're going with that. So we, we, might, we might have some... Uh, Maybe some sweeter stuff coming down the pipeworks here with taking this one and listen. There's I, just because it's not for me <laughs> doesn't mean that there's not a market for it. People have yeah. been killing those sours, and they love like the different fruited and the yeah, just playful. Yeah, I think it brings some fun and some lightness to sure. beer that I'm not totally against. No. It's not anything that I would necessarily drink, but. Um, I would, you know, I'm here for it. There's not too much that 
that really rubs me the wrong way. Yeah, I don't think I, I don't think I'm one of those people. <laughs> I mean, I prefer not to have some of the stuff. Uh, I'm not gonna drink it. That's it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> now I'll come and I'll get a flight, a, a sour flight. If you had like the, let's say you had the series of, yeah. you know, at one time, then I would do that. I, I don't think you're gonna release it like that, but I would try those just to get an idea. And really, I'm probably gonna try them, but because I, I just drink any goddamn beer, yeah, yeah. save me for myself, Craig. I will. I will. <laughs> no, I'm like, like I'm stout. Like if I'm going to come in, and I know I want like a pint of something. It's usually either gonna be like a stout or like a um, lager or something. Yeah, in that realm. But if I want to try a flight, like I'm gonna. Sure, push your boundaries. Yeah, like, yeah. it's five ounces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. So I'm gonna try my IPAs. I'm gonna try my sours. Yeah, you got Ramley got a ESB on. <laughs> like, I'm gonna try yeah, that. Like, yeah, those one those don't appear like ever anywhere really. These are natural. I right. speak for anywhere outside the city I'm in, or even like I don't really see a lot of cultures in yeah. the city like that. So it's just like, oh, you got culture. Let me see what you guys are working with. I think, I think people with. are just now starting to kind of make the make a cult or like a pilsner or something. Yeah, yeah. Just to give people more drinkability. Like, yeah, like my girlfriend, like she's a baby, she'll classify herself as a baby beer drinker. So like she loves a good cult. She likes a good pilsner. But every now and then she'll throw like a weird curveball <laughs> at me and drink one like one of my like heavy styles I have on hand at home. She's like. I really like that. I'm, I'm giving oh, you a little yeah. taste glass of that. I'm like, when did that happen? Where is your taste <laughs> Like, you just didn't like this style, which I thought was better than the one I'm drinking now, but you're in love with this style. Like, we got to figure your whole palette out because she's still kind of everywhere, but. Yeah, but you know what? Yeah, that's okay, though. You can you don't have to shoehorn yourself into any particular style. You yeah. Know? Right. Like, you, the groups, the beer groups will make you do that. Yeah, it's like it will kind of push you into I'm I'm this, I'm this type, type of, of drinker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's not in that, so she can go wherever the hell she want to go. Right, and, just, and drink. Just throwing me so <laughs> I just had a coach like five minutes ago. Now you're like on like this fourteen percent style I have and love it just as much as I do. Okay, so you're really better with the 14% kick in. So, right, I was like, I appreciate that. I want to I ask this last question, and this is kind of for both of you all. Okay. Where did you, like, where did you think you would be at, I don't know your age, 30-somethings, 20, late 20s? I don't know how old you all are. 30 on the dot. 30 on the dot. Okay. Mid-20s for me. Mid-20s, youngins. Ugh. I'm <laughs> My birthday in a couple of days. I'll be thirty-five. Happy birthday. You know, thank you. I'm listening. I'll celebrate. I, I love my birthday. Um, like, where did you all think that you would be at eighteen? And now, fast forward some years later, like, are you on course, or have you really? What? <laughs> I'm pretty sure when I was a teenager, I was considering dropping out of school and being a lobster fisherman in Key West. So okay. I've done a lot better for myself. Yeah. Like, 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 like what, you, what were you watching on TV? What was the fishing show? Like, yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. Something like that. Yeah. On uh, Discovery. So, uh, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, <laughs> Listen, I'm glad you've come this far. Now, Bennett, you, I know, we know Grayson moved here five, six years ago. Uh, were you already here? Did y'all move together? You... No, I, yeah, I was, I was living in Knoxville up until um, about a year ago I moved here. Okay. Uh, it was, it was strictly for this. Um, okay. I... Yeah, I was I was kind of I was doing stuff for the brewery for a while, like just um, designing the flyboards, um, tap handles, things like that. And once I became like officially attached to it, I moved here and started helping him out. You know, we, we always you know he was he was determined to do it all alone. 
I mean, you know, we, we believe that he could, but, you know, maybe if I could be there to help him, you know, that could hurt. I could be here for my brother. Listen, he, <laughs> Benny got that call from their mom and was like, go help your brother out. He I is overwhelmed. Too well, like, he is overwhelmed. He doing this today. Like, I'm like, yo, y'all okay? Yeah, we're good. You talk to Grace, he's like, yeah, Ma, I'm fine. But mothers know. And they be like, go and go and help him. But I'm glad that y'all like worked it worked it out. Yeah, I mean I you know, when I was up until recently I never would have imagined that I would be working with him. You know, we we have a little bit of an age gap and you know, he always we we know. I was always just the annoying little brother. Um, and he was always like the intimidating older brother that we couldn't really connect until, you know. See, I was, I'm the little brother. I'm the youngest of three. I have two older sisters. So I know that whole, like, ideology of, like, I'm not just knowing that. That's fine. Or it's not. Depending on the mood in the day and how we interacted in that moment. But, so I know, I know that really all too well. That's yeah, yeah. very real. But yeah, that once, you know, got a little bit older, those just, you know, this separation, you know, that separation between us wasn't as big of a thing. Mm-hmm. And we can start to work together a lot more and feel something here. It was, yeah, worked out pretty well, I think. Yeah, but yeah, it's, it's a start, yeah. but I mean, it's a, it's a good foundation. You got some good beer. The location is nice. The size is really, is really nice. Right. Yeah. And I love the like garage door. You'll be able to throw that one open and oh, yeah. come in and out. I always love a space with a good garage door. Like yeah. I come to like turn the last few years. Every time I come in a place that has like a door, like I'm <laughs> right. It makes me want one on my house because right, you can yeah. have that indoor outdoor. Right. <laughs> right. At the same time, but I haven't. You don't want that intensity. <laughs> There's a reason we have a flylight right next to the door. I tell you that. Oh my god, that's a whole another conversation for a whole another podcast talking about flies. By himself, nothing else. Just, just flies. Because <laughs> me in the I'd house, love to be a fly on the wall. <laughs> on that, that conversation. conversation. <laughs> <laughs> so. We want to thank you all for Absolutely. being on the podcast. Um, it was a great conversation. Thanks for having us. Yeah, we learned we learned definitely um, a, a lot about your beer. Any parting words? I don't any anything. Where can they find you on social media? For yeah. sure. Yeah, uh, you can follow us. I think we're most active on Instagram at Crazy Numbery. Uh, Facebook same way at Crazy Num or slash Crazy Num Brewery, uh, Crazy Num Brew on Twitter, but I'm really bad at Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know what you, what you can do about that. Um, otherwise, yeah, come have a pint with us. You know, yeah, enjoy yeah. your space. You know, enjoy your space while you know stay in space. Away Talk from about people. releases you guys have coming up. This Absolutely, yes. Yeah, so next uh, this week we're releasing. Uh, we, we didn't, I know you guys have tried it before, but uh, Crooked Smile is a Kolsch with a little bit of a, a, a little higher hoppy characteristic than you'd expect out of a regular Kolsch. And then also new this week, which we did try, is that Coffee Stout and that ESB, uh, Copper Doodle, Celtic Grounds. And coming down the Pipeworks, uh, we've got that Imperial Dark Saison. And we also have an amber ale and a, uh, well, we, uh, yeah, me too. How many beers are you going to have, like, typically have on your menu? We yeah, that's are, a good one. Uh, yeah, just, just 12 on tap okay. at, any, at any given time. Um, maybe 11. Um, we expect a couple of our beers to, to kick, so that's also a, a thing, you know. Yeah, but they come so, try so these beers before it, they it, the before they're gone. Right? Yeah, that's right. The thing about it, just go on ahead yeah. and act on that thought. Some, come on, sometimes things in life are temporary, and you gotta yes. just enjoy them in the moment. So nice. come and enjoy it. Come and enjoy it. All right. Well, um, of course, you can find me at the Beauty Brother on all social medias or uh, Facebook. Find me at Cranky Beans if you want to link there. If you're in that demographic. And you can find us at the Swig Podcast and myself at the Black Beer Experience. It's been great chatting with y'all. I hope y'all enjoyed the conversation. We'll see y'all on the flip side. Peace. Take glass to the Swig Podcast and keep toasting.